Welcome to the College Football Bros, the podcast giving out stone-cold locks. And now, here are your hosts, Michael, Ryan, and Trey Newman. Welcome to the College Football Bros podcast. I am Michael Newman, and I'm joined by the brother who loves himself a three-team teaser. Oh yeah, love those teasers. That's me, Ryan Newman. And by the other brother who knows you should never pay for picks. <laughs> that is 100% true. Trey Newman. Especially not from us. Well, for sure. Yeah, that goes without saying. Uh, all right. This is our 2019 betting preview episode. If you enjoy picking games against the spread, you should join our Yahoo Pick'em League. The winner, of course, gets a surprise gift from each of the three bros. You can find the link for that pool on collegefootballbros.com. Just go to the homepage and scroll down a little bit. We posted it a few weeks ago. It's going to be tougher this year for the winner. There's, yeah, it, it is filling up. Yeah, we've got maybe a hundred or so in there. So yeah, and there's still time. So there's still a lot of time. Yeah, so it should be fun. Uh, we also have some five star reviews to get to. We've got six new reviews. Thank you very much to everyone who sent those in. Uh, we're just going to get to four today. We'll save the other two for. Our upcoming week zero preview episode. There's football this week, guys. Oh, man. It's crazy. I know. Can't wait. Uh, But go ahead, Ryan. Read the first review. All right. Sure. It's from uh, a guy who does stuff. uh, Easily a top tier college football podcast. While the bros always talk college football, their segments are fun and lighthearted. The humor is always there. And the show has a great listen. While I've got this platform, go give my podcast a listen the Dual Threat Podcast, uh, you find it on Twitter at at the underscore dual underscore threat. Uh, all right. I respect the hustle. I respect the hustle I, there. Got to do it, man. You got to do it. Got to get your name out there. We, man, if we would have done that, maybe we would have got some more listeners quick, more quickly. We could still do it. Uh, all right. Hey, Dual Let's Threat. Do it on his. <laughs> Look out for Let's... a review on yours, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two can play that game. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Our next one is from B Seb 71. I listen to this podcast every day at work. This podcast honestly keeps my sanity through the daily work stress. Great insight and knowledge of college football. Also, I can't wait for the Badgers to prove all you haters wrong this year. On Wisconsin, 13 and 0, we're going to the playoff this year oh, behind geez. the arm of Money Mertz and the legs of JTD. And I like this last part. Trey Newman for president. Wow. I don't think Trey said 13 and 0. <laughs> no, but, you, Trey was the only one that went over on Wisconsin, though. Yeah. So. Yes. Not, not, not that high on them. I and mean, they'll be okay, but just, I mean, they could win the West. I'll give them that. Anybody, you know, it's very oh, capable yeah, of doing that. Totally. So. But no, I'm, he's saying Trey Newman for president. So don't, don't try and suck up to him now, Ryan. <laughs> nope. I'm good. You can have it, Trey. All right. Next review from the Digital Drifter. He says CFB Bros quickly made it into my weekly rotation of must listen podcasts. Great analysis, fun banter, and only a tiny bit of Nebraska and USC homerism. Looking forward to another great season, bros. Sincerely, a Boise State homer. Go Broncos. Slight homer. I like how he said slight. Yeah, just slight. Just, just a little. Just a little bit. Yeah. Just because I think we're going to win the national championship. Just slight homer. I know. It's Yeah, maybe that's just a little bit yeah. optimistic. Uh, okay, our last one is from Miles P thirty two. I found the podcast when I was desperate for some sort of college football talk during a long drive and loved it. I've been binging for two weeks now and I'm so mad I didn't find it earlier. Keep up the good work and go Tigers. There's a lot of Tigers out there. Missouri, Auburn, LSU. Yeah, I'm guessing LSU. If you don't say it, yeah, I feel like I assume LSU. I was gonna assume LSU too, but who knows? Who knows? Probably Princeton. It could, it could be Princeton. True. Actually, I feel like a Princeton grad probably wouldn't listen to this podcast. So <laughs> fair enough. Uh, thanks for those reviews. Also, thanks to everyone who sent in made up prop bets for us to uh, give our thoughts on this episode. We got a, a ton of submissions, some really funny ones. Unfortunately, we can't get to them all, but we'll try and get to as many as we can throughout the show. Uh, let's start with our best bets for each conference, though. We've already made our season win total predictions, of course in our preview episodes, but any other type of bet is in play. So get us started, Ryan, with the ACC. Okay, we got the ACC here. I'm going to go ahead and take uh, the Miami Hurricanes. You're getting 11 or plus 11.25, so quite a bit odds there, to win the ACC. They're my pick to win the division, of course. I, I mentioned that in our last 
couple podcasts back. And, you know, I think this is actually possible because maybe Clemson's defense won't be quite as dominant as it has been, uh, especially last year. And the U, they got a really, really good defense, especially with Manny Diaz still in charge. I'm encouraged that Tate Martell didn't win the job. I think that's <laughs> I think that's a very good sign for, for the U fans, especially since it didn't take long for Diaz to make a choice. I think that's also a good sign. Like, hey, this Williams is a clear cut above, so I can just go ahead and say it now. So I'm in, I'm in, I'm encouraged by it. Yeah, I mean, he was highly recruited himself, so yeah. I'm not as bullish on Miami as you, Ryan, but I am bullish enough to make them my my bet here to win the coastal at plus 165 yeah it seems it would be very hard to pick them to beat clemson i, I don't <laughs> i think the gap is, is just too much but hey plus money on them to to get there i like them because they get the two their two biggest contenders virginia and virginia tech are at home in back-to-back weeks they also avoid clemson and syracuse from the atlantic so i like miami to win their their division do they have Tennessee on the schedule, Trey? Is that well? <laughs> okay. That would be an automatic loss. So yes, no, of course. But it's at a conference, so it wouldn't matter. Good point. Right. right. Uh, okay, my best bet for for the year in the ACC: Florida State minus one at home against Syracuse on October thirtieth. We talked about this in the preview episodes. I just think Syracuse is coming into this season a little bit overrated. They were thirty fifth in Massey Peabody's ratings last year. They were fifth in the country in turnover margin. That's likely to regress. So I just don't think they were quite as good as the perception was. And this year, no Eric Dungy. Tommy DeVito, yes, was highly recruited, but we still haven't seen much from him. We don't, we don't know how good or bad he's going to be. So I see them taking a step back, and I just think we'll see a different Florida State team this year with Kendall Bryles taking over the offense. You'd think. You would hope, at least. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we also have a prop bet from Mitchell on instagram for the acc over under one and a half transfer uh, one and a half more transfers from tate martell in his career <laughs> what do you think ryan i think this i mean since this is a question is directed at me here uh i think it's pretty clear what i'm gonna say it's definitely <laughs> going over uh, on the transfers it, it's people sometimes transfer four times in their college careers we've seen it happen uh i could think what aj bush did i think he was a Illinois quarterback last year. I think he went to four different schools. So yeah, I'm going to definitely go ahead and say, because I, I feel like he's going to stay in the FBS one more year and it's just somebody's going to give him a shot and it's not going to work out. And then he'll have to go to, you know, NEIA or whatever. <laughs> okay. There's rumors of him thinking about trying wide receiver, giving wide receiver oh, a go. Oh God. At least as we record this podcast, I saw a, a news story about that. So we will see. I'm not ready to just totally give up on Tate Martell, though, at quarterback, no. right? Like, he's been beaten out by some pretty good players. I mean, not at some level in college. Right, yeah, if it has to be G5 or wherever. Yeah, uh, I'm not giving up on uh, uh, that yet, so. All right, next conference is the Big 12. Trey, what's your best bet here? Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm looking at Iowa State. The Cyclones are 3-1 to one to make the Big 12 title. So I know Oklahoma will probably make it, but then I personally think it's between Texas and Iowa State for that second spot. And this year, Texas has to go two aims, and it's going to be late in the season. I think this might be the last year that that someone's going to be able to clip Texas from the Big 12 title since you know they're recruiting so well and the momentum is trending up. So give me the Cyclones this year. I like that bet too. That was I think we both had Iowa State in the in the Big 12 title. But for my bet here, I'm going September 21st, Oklahoma State plus 10 at Texas. I just, I am very high on Oklahoma State's offense this year. I'm guessing it's going to be Spencer Sanders at quarterback, that there might be a decision on that by the time you listen to this podcast. And if it is him, dual threat, very highly recruited, and he's got an incredible team around him. Great receiving core with Tylen Wallace. You got Chuba Hubbard at running back. Going up against a Texas defense. Incredible offense around him. Oh, that's that's what I meant to say. Did I just say team? Yeah, not yeah, team. Yeah, fair, fair. But it's the Big Twelve. You don't yeah. you don't need defense. Not much. And no. and he's going up against a, a Texas defense in this game that I think is going to have some growing pains early in the season with all the freshmen and sophomores on the two deep potential weakness at cornerback, which is not a good weakness to have against this Oklahoma State team. So ten points just seems like too much. Okay, fair enough. Um, I'm also going to go with a game. Uh, I'm going to say. West Virginia at Missouri. Um, Missouri is favored by 11 and a half right now. 
And I just love that line for, for Missouri. We kind of alluded. <laughs> I, I do. Uh, we, we kind of alluded to it, uh, in our preview episodes, but I'm really low on West Virginia this year. Obviously a new system is tough, but they had so many impact players either leave through graduation or transfer that they're just, it's going to be a tough ask for Neil Brown in, in year one here. And flip side, Missouri, very high on them. I think people are underestimating them just because they lost Drew Locke. But, I mean, they got a ton of talent surrounding Kelly Bryant. So, I think Mizzou's going to win that one easily. Okay, so betting against a Big 12 team there. Yep, betting against a Big 12 team. And a for- Missouri, close enough. That's, that's Former Big yeah, 12 yeah. team, yeah. Uh, okay, prop bet for the Big 12. Chandler on Instagram asks... For you, Trey, over under five penalties for opponents flashing horns down this year against Texas. <laughs> well, that's a good question, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go under. Uh, the Big Twelve they kind of addressed this in the off season and said that it's really gonna have to be used in a taunting fashion or towards the bench in a prolonged manner in order to to flag it. So I think there's gonna be some leeway. So there will be some, but I'm not saying it's gonna go over five. Good answer. Good yeah, answer. Good answer. Yeah, I took that very seriously. I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> I did. All right. Next conference, the Big Ten. I am going to go with Michigan State plus 1250 to win the conference. Oh. Yeah. The defense we know is going to be great. So they've got a, a championship level defense. That's that's my analysis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, off, okay. So offensively, Last year, just it seemed like everything went wrong for them. Brian Lewerke was playing hurt at quarterback for much of the season. A bunch of wide receivers missed games with injuries, including Cody White and Daryl Stewart. They're both back. They had to use nine different combinations on the offensive line because of all the injuries they had there. So this year, with mostly everyone back, hopefully some better luck there on the, the injury front, I think they got a shot. Did you see where they get their rivals? As far I know. They have to go at Michigan and... Do they go they go at Ohio State as well, don't they? Uh I'm not positive I was asking you. Oh, you're literally asking. Oh, okay. I was literally I thought, asking. I, I don't thought it know. was like a knowing question, like, do you see where they got their rivals, Michael? <laughs> I don't no, know. I think they go on the road at both, but I'll check real quick here. Okay. All hey, right. Defense, well, you... defense travels. Oh, it's good point. Well, my my preview magazine is literally open up to Michigan State right now. So Ooh. very quick answer here. Okay. They are on the road at both. Okay. All right. That... Defense travels. That's very true, Trey. They do have to go um, at Rutgers, too, so watch out for that one. <laughs> Ooh, Art. Oh, boy. I know. Yeah, boy. Well, hey, they almost got him last year. That's actually... Oh, good point. That is a good yeah. point. Yeah, that was a close game. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on to uh, my Big Ten uh, prediction here. I... Okay, I'm... I don't normally do this, but I'm actually going to... I'm taking Nebraska minus nine and a half at Colorado. For some reason, I have... A very good feeling about this game. It kind of reminds me of the the 2010 game when Nebraska went to Seattle and played UW. We we me and the bros went to that game and they had Jake Locker. They were supposed to be pretty good, and I just like I wasn't feeling it. I was like, no, Nebraska's going to whoop their butt, <laughs> and they won by like 30. It was an easy, easy victory. I'm getting that same vibe here. Okay, Nebraska's definitely going to have payback on their minds after some of the stuff that happened in Lincoln last year, and they're just two teams going in opposite directions. And there's going to be a ton of Husker fans there. Don't really see a huge home field advantage. I don't know. I just, I think Nebraska is going to go in there and win by like three touchdowns. Do you see uh, Steven Montez having quite as bad a game as, as Jake Locker? No, that was really poor from <laughs> Jake Locker. I oh, mean, man. Colorado is going to put up some points. They got, you know, Chenault is, is a great player as well, obviously. And they have some other good receivers. But they, their defense is going to be pillow soft this year. So uh, it's going to be like a 48 to 21 type of game like yeah okay uh my feeling by the way what was jake locker's stat line was it like four for 20 in that game against nebraska something like it that something yeah crazy. like a couple of picks it was it was ugly it was almost art bad it was art sitkowski level anyway guys we're there too much nebraska homerism we got to move on yeah Sorry. yeah well so I'll, I'll do that here for you so i'm gonna look at it's kind of a boring one we got michigan to win the big 10 at plus 215 so I know I picked Ohio State to win the conference in our Big Ten preview, but this is a this is more of a gambling play. It's a it's a value play. So hear me out. Right. So no matter who wins the East, I think they're going to beat the West team. So in this case, I I think it's down to Ohio State and Michigan, and they obviously play each other. The game's at Michigan, and right now Michigan is the slight favorite in that game. 
So with this bet, I'm essentially saying, at least according to my logic, I'm getting plus 215 on them to beat Ohio State. I know it's that's a little stretch, but yeah. that's the way I'm looking at it. I say if they beat Ohio State, they, they're in the Big Ten champ, and then they'll beat the West. So so I'm, uh, I'm going to take Michigan at plus 215. I, I like the reasoning. I'm with you. Um, Mike, I got, we got one more uh, prop here for you, Mike. Okay. Fire That's, away. Comes fire away. All right. We got, comes from, uh, hashtag start art on Twitter over under a half point five times. We can get hashtag start art trending on Twitter. Oh, I'm going under, unfortunately. I, I do see some people out there tweeting it out. So I appreciate everyone that's done that, but hasn't quite caught on yet. But if McLean Carter does win the starting job, which it's it's definitely in doubt right now, then I'm already prepared with the next potentially viral hashtag. It's hashtag free art. Oh, Ooh, free so, art. Wow. I was thinking like yeah. starter Carter, but yeah, it doesn't really work. No, 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 no. Don't don't put that out there, Trey. Don't, <laughs> don't, art. Do not want a backlash <laughs> to my my hashtag, but hashtag free art. Hopefully we don't need to resort to it, but just be ready. Okay. All right. Pac-12 time. Ryan, who you got? Okay. I'm going to go with UCLA to win the Pac-12 South at, you get plus 550 odds. I like now, it. Kind of like Trey. They're not the uh, not the team I picked to win the division, but it's more of a gambling perspective here. I think you're getting good odds. Utah is the favorite, of course, and for good reason. However, there's some durability concerns with Tyler Huntley. He got injured last year. And we kind of saw what happened when he goes out. Their offense kind of is in trouble with Jason Shelley, Jason Shelley in there. So I think this is somebody else could steal the division if that happens. Most people would think maybe USC would be that team. Um, and I don't see much difference between USC and UCLA this year. I They could be just 50-50 to me. But UCLA has the higher odds. So that's why I went with them. Yeah, Ryan, that that logic kind of leads right into my pick. I agree. I don't think there's that much of a difference between USC and UCLA this year. So I'm taking November 23rd, UCLA plus six at USC. Yeah, I mean, they beat them last year. They did. And there's they just have they have so much returning production, both sides of the ball. You got to think there's going to be a big year two year two jump for Chip Kelly. Love the way DTR was playing before he got injured last year. And by this time of the season, this is USC's last game. You know, they could have four or five losses. Yeah. Maybe Clay Helton is either fired or a lame duck, and the team has just packed it in. So, yeah, good point. Like the Bruins. Wow. Reverse homerism. I know. It's the Trey move. Yeah, see, there you go. Hey, I'm not a total homer. <laughs> not a total homer. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm going to look at the Utes. I love the Utes this year, and I'm going to take them at three to one to win the conference. So, you guys, you talked about it, Ryan. Utah is the the clear favorite in the South right now. I just personally, I just don't see USC or UCLA winning that division, at least not not this year. So, so if I'm banking on Utah to win the South, I'm essentially getting three to one in the title game against either Washington or Oregon, most likely. So, I, I think that's pretty good value. All right, last Power Five conference. We ha- oh no, wait, sorry, yeah, we got a Pac-12 prop bet. Uh, for you, Ryan, Jeremy on Instagram, he says over under 1.5 Pac-12 teams finishing ranked in the top 10. I mean, this is a pretty easy answer here. You you, you got to take the under on that one. They got zero last year. Yeah, <laughs> Washington State. Washington State was the highest ranked team at 12, believe it or not. So I I, I think they'll get one. I think the one of the trio of the you know Utah, Oregon, or UW, whatever one ends up winning the conference, I think will. We'll get there, but not not two of them. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, okay, now it's SEC time. Trey, what's your pick? All right, I'm going with a game. I'm going with Auburn plus seven when they host Georgia on November 16th. I, I love Georgia this year, but by that time, Auburn will have Joey Gatewood or Bo Nix. They'll be much more seasoned. They won't be playing like a freshman at quarterback. Auburn is probably going to have the best defensive line that Auburn or that Georgia will have faced in in that in the regular season. And the other thing I like about this is Auburn has a bye week the week before and Georgia has to play Missouri. So it's all setting up well for Auburn there. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. Um, I'm going to take Florida to to win the SEC East at plus 345. Again, I'm I'm not going to pick them straight up, uh, but oh, the odds here, I, I like it. Yeah. 
It's it's clearly a two team race between Georgia and Florida in that in that East Division. Whoa, 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 whoa! Tennessee, Tennessee, Ryan, you're not. <laughs> I'm not that bullish, guys. Come on, come I on. Just, I will not let that joke die. No. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, Georgia's definitely the favorite to win, but I think that uh, it could come down to, or most likely will come down to that one game, the, the the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. And Georgia right now is favored by, what, less than a touchdown in that game? So, Florida's certainly got a very reasonable chance to win that one. And if they do, I mean, boom, it'll be hard for them not to win the East. All right. We'll see. Um a lot of Georgia fans listen to this show, Ryan. They're not going to... That's true. Well, for you too, Trey, you bet against them. I know. So. I know. They'll be happy later. <laughs> I think they're going to win, but like the odds, I'm getting there with Florida. All right. So this one is my favorite bet of the entire podcast. It's week one. I'm also going with Auburn, Trey. I'm taking them minus three against Oregon and Jerry World. I just think typically it's, it's a good bet to go with the uh, SEC going up against the Pac-12. I don't have any numbers to back that up, but anecdotally, yeah. <laughs> it feels feels pretty good. And I just think Auburn's, they're way better defensively with, you know, Trey, you mentioned that D-line. And I think the offense with hopefully an improved offensive line, five seniors up front, and a dual threat quarterback in Gus's offense, I think they're going to be able to put up some points. Yeah, I like that pick as well. I'm definitely going to be picking Auburn there. Okay, our SEC prop comes from The Movement Journey on Instagram, and this one's for you, Trey. Over-under, oh no, he wants us to set the over-under for how many times Saban gets mad when the media asks if he saw how well Jalen played last game. Oh boy. That's funny. <laughs> I mean, after the first time, Saban's going to shut him down, and, and if a reporter asks him later in the, in the year, that's going to be a bold move by that reporter but uh i i honestly gosh i don't know i gotta say 10 times i mean oklahoma's probably gonna win at least 11 games and you know jalen's gonna play probably well in most of them so yeah i i love that question because yeah. that is definitely it's gonna happen at least once and it's gonna be great <laughs> it's yeah gonna, it's gonna make it all all, all around because saban for sure will address it once and then that will probably be it okay well so so your over under of 10 maybe is a little high then no but they'll, they'll still ask oh, okay fair but as far as saban actually addressing it with a straight face and in, in full he'll never give an opinion probably not no. Uh, we also got from from John Weber on Twitter. He asked how many times Nick Saban will use the term rat poison. Cliff on Twitter asked how many times Nick Saban will burn a hole through the heart of a reporter with his laser eye. Oh, wow. So, yeah, there's a lot of Saban props we could do. Uh, but let's get to our G5 slash independent best bets. I'm going with Utah State plus 395 to win the Mountain Division of the Mountain West. I just I really like their defense, especially their front seven. You got Tipa Naliai and David Woodward up front. Well, Woodward at linebacker. Linebacker, yeah. Two of the best players in the group of five. And then you've got offensively, yes, they lose a ton, but you bring back Jordan Love. So hopefully he can carry that offense. And the other big thing is they get their main competition, Boise State, at home. Wow, that's yeah, that's uh I think that's bold, Mike. That's decent odds. That's good. No. I uh I'm gonna go with some action. I have to. So I'm going with Ohio to win the MAC at plus 280. Uh, the Bobcats, they're the clear favorite to win their division. They're actually minus 155. And I just, I don't see Buffalo, who's their, the next contender, winning that division after all their personnel losses. So I like Ohio in, in their division. And they're going to build off their, their dominant bull win last year. Uh, they're going to, I think the other division is just going to all kind of beat each other up. And Nathan Rourke, Frank Solich, they're finally going to win the conference this year. Yeah, it's crazy they've never done it. But it is. There's, I, I forget where I heard it, but there's maybe some rumors that Frank Solich could ride off into the sunset after after this year. That'd so. be a great way to do it. It would. It would. That'd be awesome. He's he's getting up there. So yeah, not surprised. Um, all right, I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna go with a game here. I'm taking BYU plus seven and a half at home against UW. Uh, the game is, yeah, it's in Provo. Not an easy place to play. It'll still be early in the year, so maybe Eason's still kind of working out some of the kinks there. Eason or um, Jake Hayner. Okay, excuse there's, me. There's either, been some... Either Jake. I know. I was afraid earlier. Sorry to interrupt you here, Ryan, but a previous episode, I 
was said that I wanted to make the bold prediction that Jake Hayner would start over Jacob Eason at some point. And mm-hmm. I chickened out. And now there's all this buzz that like, oh, it's closer than people might no. think. So anyway, by the time people listen to this, maybe there's already been named a starter, but we'll see. I would not be surprised if we saw Hayner this year. Yeah. Um, okay. Getting back to it here. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty high on BYU. Maybe not quite as high as uh, Michael is. He's very, very high. I am. I'm um, extremely high. But I just don't. Seven and a half is a lot to give up uh, at BYU. They're they're going to be solid. So give me uh, give me the Cougars there. All right, Mike. We got uh, another over under from one of our fans out there. We got Hayden on Twitter saying over under one loss from the Big Twelve against FCS or G five teams. Okay, it's a good question. I'm going over and. Where do you guys think I'm going to start here? Which team? Kansas. Kansas. So they're at home to Indiana State, where they're only a three and a half point favorite. Wow. And then they're also home to Coastal Carolina, which doesn't have a spread out there that I could find. But even if they're favored by like 10, between those two games, I I would expect one loss. And then you've got West Virginia hosting James Madison. They're only favored by six in that game. James Madison is going to be good. They are. So there's another, you know, one in three chance of another loss Um, might already be at two here. And even if that one doesn't work out, we've got a bunch of lottery tickets, maybe TCU against SMU, Oklahoma State goes to Tulsa, maybe Derek King can beat Oklahoma, some sort of big long shot. I'm thinking one of them will happen. So Louisiana Tech over Texas. That's true. That's you never know. Was that? um, Oh, no, Tulsa almost beat Texas last year. Well, yeah, it was competitive. They were close. Maryland didn't have a good year. They they beat Texas, so. Good point. You never know. Never you never know. know. Uh, okay, let's move on to the Heisman Trophy. The top six favorites, according to Five Dimes Sportsbook, Tua plus 215, Trevor Lawrence <laughs> plus 235. Thanks for saying both names. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Thanks for saying his full name. I know. I was just going to call him Trevor, and then I was like, <laughs> yeah. well, I'll just say the last name, and it came out weird. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. he's plus 235. Jalen Hurts. Okay, I'll say the last name. Hurts <laughs> plus 1,000. Jake plus 1,200. Justin. No, I've got to say those guys' names. Jake so from kick. State Farm. Uh, Jake Fromm plus 1,200. Justin Fields plus 1,250. Adrian Martinez plus 1,300. All right, I finally got those out. You're forced to bet one of those. Who are you betting? Um... I'd I'd have to take Trevor Lawrence uh, at plus two thirty five. You get a little better odds than Tua, so that's really the only reason for me as far as deciding deciding between those two guys is just the one has a little better odds. I thought about taking Martinez, of course. He's <laughs> gonna put up some good numbers, but you know, it's Nebraska would have to just over excel on the field than what's expected this year. And I don't, you know, like 10 and two type, Ryan, but it ain't happening. Ryan, I just want to tell you how proud I am of you, how much you've, you've come to the Trevor Lawrence side from a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. You were, you were as, as bearish of, of, of any of us were on Trevor. I mean, you were very bearish, so that's, uh, <laughs> that, that's good. For a good. true freshman quarterback to play as well as he did, that was, uh, yeah, I, hey. I Never, never seen that something like that. I think he missed like three throws in the Boston College game, and you were just out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just like, wow, that guy sucks. <laughs> I don't think I said sucks, but no, he didn't. You didn't. Yeah, but. no, I, I was, uh, I was wrong. No, I was I wrong. like it. You've really come around. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm taking. Well, I thought about taking Tua because I, I do think he deserves to be the favorite, but yeah. you can actually get him plus 260 over at Bovada. So, oh, oh gosh. Oh, wow. I, I would, yeah, I would recommend that if they, they pay you out. But I'm going to go Justin Fields among these odds, plus 1250. And I think the case is, is pretty easy. He's a, a former number two overall recruit, only behind that scrub Trevor Lawrence. Yep. And he's playing in Ohio State's offense as a dual threat. Like, yeah, there's obviously a chance. Yeah, Mike, Michael, I'm on the exact same page. Like Tua, to like you know who do I think's gonna win? Like if you had a, a gun to my head, I say Tua. But at being, taking the favorites, kind of boring. Justin Fields, there's a lot of upside there. Like at the end of the year, you know how State's gonna be in the playoff race, and at the end of the year, twelve and a half to one could look like a gift because he could really blossom in this offense. So I I liked Fields as well. Okay, how about uh, how about long shots, Trey? Who 
among, well, it doesn't necessarily have to be a long shot, but anybody besides this top six here, who do you like? Well, I, you know, I probably sound like a broken record from, from previous episodes, but maybe for the people that didn't listen to those, I'm going to say DeAndre Swift at 30 to one. I just, Mm -hmm. I really like him, especially maybe even him over Jake Fromm, because we know he's going to, Fromm's going to have to rely on a bunch of young receivers. And so he'll, he'll really even rely more on, on Swift and maybe Swift out of the backfield as well, catching. So give me Swift. Yeah, I, I like that, that bet as well. Um, I just want to remind people before I give my pick here that last year in our betting preview, who did I recommend? Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. He was 23 to 1 at the time. That's crazy. And I had also earlier in that offseason recommended Dwayne Haskins at 37 to 1. So you were all over the Heisman. I'm, I'm incredible. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> System quarterbacks, you, you kind of got to go with it. Right. I, I, I feel like that's never going to happen again. Like, I feel like quarterbacks for great teams, you're just not going to get those good of odds. Um, but this year, I'm not, I'm not feeling quite as good as those, but I'm going two guys who aren't playing for great teams necessarily, but they need to be a Lamar Jackson type winner or, or RG3 where the team is, is pretty good, but you know, maybe not a, yeah. a Khalil Tate. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Khalil. All right. Brian, I was, <laughs> oh, wow. I was building to it. <laughs> okay. okay? I mean, that was the obvious one, yeah. Khalil Tate, 75 to 1. Two years ago, he played basically nine games, 1,400 yards rushing. So, yeah. If he's healthy and let loose like he was a couple years ago, then there's at least a chance he could have an all time great year. Oh, wait. No, your other one's DR King, huh? Okay. Well, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> DR King, 66 to 1. So, Mitchell actually has a prop bet for us on instagram over under 50 total touchdowns for Derek king i'm going over he had 50 last year and he only played in 11 games so if he stays healthy yeah houston has him a couple of sets him and holgerson that's a good tandem it is yeah yep for sure um i'm gonna go um i do like the khalil tate one there actually i like both of them and Derek king that's, that's that's good too um i'm gonna go with Najee harris now interesting he's, he's sitting at 32 to 1 and you know and now that uh uh, Trey Sanders got hurt. He's going to even get more carries, and he's going to have to do that in order to win the Heisman. So it it could be kind of like another, kind of like we've seen in the past, the Mark Ingram's, um, yeah, type of runner. So I got to be honest, I hate that bet. What were the odds you said there? Thirty-two to one. Yeah, I don't know. I just like how is he going to get more votes than Tua? It's almost like Tua has to get hurt. I don't know. No. all right (laughs) okay that was a i mean a valid counter argument there ryan (laughs) they're gonna run the ball they're gonna run the ball okay fair (laughs) um last question i have here about the heisman before we get to a a couple more listener props who is the most likely defensive player to win it or at least at least get some votes more realistically right all right ryan uh you go first and uh then Trey, uh, leave me some time to bash whatever Ryan's pick is, please. So, oh, fair, yeah. fair. Wow, you're not going to bash this one. All right, we'll see. I'm going AJ at Vanessa. Wow, okay. What an yeah. idiot, Ryan. That's the dumbest <laughs> pick I've ever heard. I, he he played like half the snaps last year, and he still had ten and a half sacks. He's going to be probably leading the country or near the top in sacks again this year. There's going to be Heisman buzz surrounding him, so long as Iowa has a pretty good year and i think they'll do solid but he's just he's such a good player so i I could see him uh getting up there yeah i think that's a decent pick because it it fits kind of i think there's two criteria for a defensive player to get votes he's got to be um for a really good team which iowa will see but there's at least a chance maybe they have yeah a miraculous season and then there has to be on a team where there's not an obvious offensive player to win it so yeah Sorry, Nathan Stanley, but I think Iowa fits the bill. So the other ones I came up with were Grant Delpit at safety for LSU. He's a stat stuffer. You know, maybe you could see, you could easily see them making a playoff run and probably will be mostly because of the defense, not the offense. Uh, Kenny Willekes for Michigan State's another guy. Thought about him. Yeah. And then Evan Weaver at Cal, if he has like 200 tackles, which. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's not going to be far off. (laughs) Yeah, I I really like the the Grant Delpit pick as well, but uh, I'll go. I'll mention someone else. Chase Young, defensive lineman for Ohio State. Uh, similar to Epinesa Ryan, it's just that I think 
obviously Ohio State will probably be better than than Iowa. And last year, I mean, he had 10 sacks, a bunch of tackles for loss. He was just a sophomore. And I feel like if Ohio State gets to the playoff this year, it's going to be because of an improved defense and, and primarily led by by Young. Okay, let's get to our two props. We've got one for Ryan, one for Trey. From the movement journey on on Instagram, he says, over under one and a half SEC quarterbacks at the Heisman ceremony. Uh, I think you got you, you to gotta go under here. It's, I mean, Jake Fromm, Tua could definitely are the two favorites to make it. Not, and while I do, I do see Tua making it to the ceremony, I, I'm going to say Fromm just doesn't do quite enough, especially with the receivers being a little questionable for him. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm going to go under there. I agree with you there. Uh, Jeremy on Instagram says over under 0.5 non quarterbacks in the top three of Heisman voting. What do you think, Trey? I'm going to say under it. It's it's seemingly becoming harder for a running back to win it lately, as a lot more teams go to committees of running backs, and and everyone seems to be enamored with with the quarterbacks of the high flying offenses, and and I see why. And really, right now, there's only one running back in the top ten of preseason favorites, and that's Wisconsin's Jonathan Taylor. So that's why I got to go under. All right. How about if there is? Well, I guess you already kind of answered that. If there is a running back, maybe DeAndre Swift is your pick. DeAndre Swift, yeah, would probably be my pick. I mean, Jonathan Taylor is no slouch. He'll put up numbers, but maybe Swift just because I think. ETN for sure. Yeah. But uh, if, if it's a receiver, maybe Rondell Moore if Purdue has a good year. Yeah, just because I feel like all those Alabama receivers will kind of cancel each other out at, yeah. at. Yeah. Or if Jerry Judy has a huge year, like maybe Tua will be the representative. So, yeah. Or Najee Harris. I mean, you already got Najee Harris there, right, Ryan? So, you do. Exactly. If Najee Harris wins the Heisman and Baylor wins the Big 12, I am going to really look like a jerk. Maybe I already look like a jerk, but... If one of them just does it. (laughs) Yeah, fair. If if they do that, Ryan might have the title of, you know, the the leader of the big bro, the three bros. Don't I already have that? No, no, I'm I'm getting to my soundboard right now. Michael Newman, who's kind of the head brother of the (laughs) college football bros... (laughs) Still resides with me. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Let's move on to playoff odds. So we'll start with uh, what I think is a really good question from Adam. He says, Alabama's odds for winning the CFP National Championship are currently priced at around plus 225 in the betting markets, giving them around a 30% chance. But the Crimson Tide have won the National Championship 50% of the time in the last decade. They return one of the greatest collections of offensive players ever and easily have the best or the greatest defensive coach in history. Shouldn't we all put Bama's chances around 45 to 50% and get our value bets in now? Where do you put Bama's odds? So we'll go to you first, Trey. Okay, I mean, I like the the logic behind it, Adam, but uh, and I hear what you're saying. And, and believe me, Bama is going to be obviously amazing this year, but I'm going to rely on the betting market and say they're about 30%. I mean, the last time we saw them, they, they got hammered by Clemson. Uh, and we, we kind of know that even though Bama will be up there, we, we all know that there are very few kind of sure things in college football, although I guess Alabama and Clemson have been as close to sure things in the last four or five years. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so they'll no doubt be in the mix and, and should be the favorite, but I'm not ready to say they have a 50% chance. Or should be one of the favorites. Do you think they should be favored over, over Clemson? I'm just going to say Clemson because Clemson has an easier path right now. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to put their odds at 25%. You know, I still very high. That's high to win the national championship. Uh, but, you know, I've been beating this drum for the whole offseason now. I'm I'm worried about their depth up front on defense in that front seven, especially linebackers go, going down now. So, yeah, I just, I mean, they're still going to be very good defensively. Nick Saban's defense are always very good. But are they going to be super dominant like they were during those national title years? I don't think they're going to be quite at that level. So, I mean, the offense might make up for it a little bit, but yeah, um, yeah. just I, I have my worries when you're not, when you can't just shut teams down like they've been used to. Yeah, I am. I am high on Alabama this year and I do. Well, you made a good point, Trey. Clemson does have a better chance of making the playoff because of that schedule. But yeah, I, I do think Bama's better, but I, I, I would say 45 to 50% is, is too high because even if you gave them a 100% chance to make the playoff, which is obviously not the case, if they face Clemson at any point in that playoff, which is you know fairly likely, according to the, the spread right now, they're like 45 to 
just in that game alone. They're they're a slight underdog. So yeah, and even if they got lucky and avoided Clemson in the playoff, they're going to play two really good teams. And let's say they were ten point favorites in both games. That equates to about a fifty percent chance of winning them both. And then of course you have to factor in that there's only about a seventy five percent chance, according to the market, of them even getting to the playoff. So so yeah, I I think. 30% sounds sounds reasonable to me. We'll see coming up. I think maybe it's slightly low, but those are my thoughts. Yeah, don't get into a numbers match with Michael Hill. Yeah, he's got them all. I know. Yeah. Sometimes I, I literally, I have, uh, I loved the question and I wrote out like, literally like a full page. I just kind of poured my thoughts out just to kind of get them on paper. In your diary. And then I was like, yeah, I can't. I can't read all this. It's going to take me yeah. like <laughs> 10 minutes, so. Well, hopefully I pared it down enough. I just wanted to get out. All right. My... For the analytical numbers people, they'll love it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's get to our best bets for the playoff. So you could bet someone to win it all or to make the playoff, whatever you want. Um, I'll just give out the favorites here to win it all, according to Five Dimes. You got Clemson at plus 240, Alabama right behind them, plus 250, Georgia plus 700, and then there's a big drop to... Ohio State, Michigan, and Oklahoma at plus 1,400, 1,600, and 1,800, respectively. You don't have to pick any of those, but give me your one or two best bets. All right. So this isn't super exciting, but uh, I've got one of them is being Oklahoma to make the playoff at plus 220. I really like Oklahoma to win the Big 12, and I feel like at worst they'll have only one loss. A one-loss Oklahoma might have to go up against, you know, a one-loss Big Ten champ or a one- or two-loss SEC team, but there's a lot of scenarios that would have to take place. So I like Oklahoma to make the playoff. And then for one for one potential long shot, not necessarily in love with it, but Utah at 12-1 to 1 to make the playoff. They don't have a tough schedule, so it kind of requires them to go unbeaten. But right now, they're only a slight baby underdog to USC, and at Washington, so it might be worth a flyer bet. Yeah, definitely high on the Utes. Uh, I'm going to go with Michigan to win the college football playoff, and you're getting odds at about 15 to 1 right now. High on Michigan this year. They've seen your quarterback, really good receiving core, good offensive line, defense led by Don Brown is always incredibly good. So definitely high on the Wolverines' chances. Michael is probably going to like that. Um, I yeah, it's it's just so hard to pick against Alabama and Clemson to win it all. But I know. I, I do like Michigan. Yeah. It's got to happen sometime, though. It's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so one year, uh, my my other that was actually kind of goes hand in hand with that. It was I'm going to take the field minus two seventy against Clemson to win the college football playoff. So anybody but Clemson can win, and you get minus two seventy there. I hard to repeat as champs. Um, so I like the field in that one. Okay. Um, I have one bet here and cause it's, it's hard in these futures markets. There's so much VIG built into them that it's, it's hard to find value bets. And I've heard professional bettors like Rufus Peabody say that maybe counterintuitively when there is value in these markets, it's actually typically with the favorites. So I'm going to go Alabama at plus 250. I don't think it should be quite even money like, like Adam, the emailer was, was thrown out there, but I think it should maybe be a little bit lower than plus 250. I think that scoreboard in the national championship game last year is misleading. I know Bill Connolly's written about that. Yeah. And either way, it was just one game. It doesn't erase right. the previous 14 where they looked like one of the best teams ever. And we were rightfully having that conversation. So um, I think they're a little bit undervalued relative to Clemson. And I just think the loss of that Clemson D-line is going to bring them down a little bit. So, yep. Yep, for sure. Okay. Let's get to our playoff picks. We have done, I don't even know how many hours of content this offseason yeah, and in this preseason leading up to this, but here we are. We're ready. Let's make our picks. Who you got, Ryan? All right. Uh, so I'll, I'll go with my number one seed here. I have Georgia being the number one overall seed. My number two, I have Clemson. Uh, number three, I have Michigan. And number four, I'm picking LSU. So, a noticeable absence there from the from the playoff. There is, yeah, yeah. I just you know I think LSU is going to go eleven and one with their only loss being at Bama. I also see Bama going eleven and one, but they're going to they'll and they'll win the West, but they'll lose to Georgia in the SEC title game. So, 
I am with LSU playing at Texas and they get Florida from the East. LSU's schedule is just going to be so much better than, than Bama's. So I think even though Bama beat them, I think LSU will get the nod. All right. That's, that's gutsy pick there. I wanted to get LSU in there because I am really high on them this year, but I don't know, just with the schedule, I just couldn't do it. So, yep. uh, but wait, Ryan, why don't you give your, uh, Oh, my semifinal and the, the yeah, pick? yeah. All right. Sure. All right, so uh, Georgia versus LSU is the one versus four matchup. I have Georgia beating LSU. Then I have Clemson beating Michigan. Uh, and then in the title game, I have Georgia upending Clemson. All right, for my playoff, I'm going Alabama, Clemson, and Georgia as the top three seeds. I just think they're clearly the, the three best teams. And my fourth team is Michigan. Ryan, you made you made the case for it. I just think the offense is going to take that leap forward this year with uh, – with all the skill talent they have, Josh Gaddis as offensive coordinator. So those are my four. And then I've got Alabama getting revenge over Clemson. I really like Alabama this year. Man, just, I really don't want to see another Alabama Clemson title game. Yeah, that's, we had someone ask us about that on Twitter or on Instagram. I think it was Kenny is, is, are we going to, are we going to be bored of another Clemson Alabama matchup? And I don't know. I mean, last year it was pretty great. So, I mean, well, the result other than the fact that not a lot of people went and the game was a blowout <laughs> well that was well good <laughs> well great maybe i should rephrase that the build-up was great and and i'm gonna say the attendance was more a santa clara problem than a clemson yeah. alabama problem yeah i just i want to see something else yeah okay yeah all right well i'm gonna say i'm very similar to you michael in the sense of Al- uh, alabama clemson and georgia but then uh, my fourth is going to be Oklahoma. Uh, that fourth pick was kind of hard. I was between Ohio State, Michigan, and Oklahoma. But I'm just more confident in Oklahoma being able to get there uh, a little bit easier route. So I have got Alabama facing off against Georgia. And I'm going to say Georgia wins it all. All right. Just to be just to be different. Yeah, that's that's fair. I mean, they've, they've, they've been so close. They were that close to beating Bama last year. And yeah. So, Trey, you're leaving out the Big Ten in your, your playoff there. Yeah, I know. Like I said, it, it's tough. I, I was I liked Ohio State and Michigan right there, but the Big Ten is so much tougher than, than maybe going unbeaten in the Big 12 for Oklahoma. Yeah, beat each other up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, Ohio State had was a one-loss conference champ last year and didn't make it, so. Fair point. Okay, uh, before we end the show here, we've got six more props, six more listener props to get to. Uh, excellent Jack says over under eight and a half games where announcers reference Lincoln Riley's age. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely going over it. That seems like such a common thing for announcers to say. Taking over. All right. This next one's from Dylan over under three and a half. Mike Leach, literature worthy post game soliloquies this season. <laughs> All right. I'm, I gotta, I'm going to go over. I mean, we might only hear a few of them that'll go viral, but I feel like every game he has something unique to say, whether it be, you know, to the media or to just his team. It's probably a good bet. Probably a good bet. Yep. All right. Now we've got one from Shane. This one's for you, Michael. Over or under 20 total touchdowns for J.K. Dobbins. I, I think this was set too high. I, I got to go under here. He's got 20 career touchdowns in two full seasons. And yeah. You know, I know Mike Weber is gone and you'd think the run game has to improve this season, but I don't think drastically enough to to get to that many touchdowns. Plus, Justin Fields at quarterback might steal yeah, some rushing touchdowns from him. Yeah, so. he'll steal some goal line touchdowns and stuff. Yeah, I'm going under. Yep. Okay, next comes from at Nick20Lee on Twitter. He wants you, Ryan, to set the over-under for the number of times people question whether Texas is back. I'm just going to go with a time frame here. I'm going to say like one and a half weeks. Okay. Because they're going to lose to LSU by a decent margin and we'll know. <laughs> we'll know that they aren't back? That they are not back. All right. All right. Man, but if they beat LSU, it's going to be a wildfire for a little yeah, while. That's, yeah, true. Fair point. But I don't think they will. All right. Uh, our next one here from Oliver. Over under 1,500 rushing yards for Najee Harris. Ooh. I got the answer to that one. Yeah, Ryan, you're over. I'm, I'm just going to look at Alabama's recent history to kind of answer this. I'm going under. Uh, Bama had a play, hasn't had a player rush for over 1,100 yards 
since Derrick Henry went for over 2,000 uh, four years ago when he won the Heisman. He's Derrick Henry is the only guy that's been over that 1,500-yard mark that that uh, Oliver set since 2011 when Trent, Trent Richardson did it. So, And I think the fact that the offense with the quarterback and receivers are just going to put up a bunch of stats that'll take away some rushing yards. Yeah, it sounds reasonable. All right, Michael, last one from Jaden. He asks, over or under two and a half repeat teams in the playoff? Ooh, it's a good question. It is. I, I think there's, well, there's a pretty good chance you get two out of just Clemson, Georgia, and Alabama. I, I would bet on two of those three, and maybe three, of course. Wait. I mean, I, I did pick that, but. What, what repeat as, as in last year's? Or. Oh, I th- oh, that's a good question. I thought he meant all time he... playoff. What did you guys. Well, then that would be it. A- that would be an easy over. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. Okay, you think he's... I was thinking last year's. It's the way I took it. I don't know. I. That's a good... I don't know. Well, I'll finish answering the... Answer the, both. Yeah, both The repeat ways. ever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you get two from Clemson, Georgia, and Alabama, and then you just need one more from Ohio State, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, UW, Oregon. So, so yeah, I'm going over for that. If it's just from last year, I'm going to go under because... I think so. I'm I'm saying Oklahoma. Obviously, they could, but oh, they, you and Notre Dame won't make it. Yeah, I re- oh, that's good. Yeah, I really don't think Notre Dame will. So I'm at three right there. Yeah, and then I just need one of. Yeah, well, Alabama, Clemson seem pretty likely, but but honestly, it's probably about fifty fifty that one of Alabama or Clemson doesn't make it, which sounds crazy, right. but according to the odds right now, they're both about seventy five percent to make it. So right, multiply those together. We can do that math. Yeah, fifty fifty. So, well, that was not quite not quite fifty fifty, but you get the idea. Sure, Mike. Anyway, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> it's okay. We understand what you're going there. Somebody, so. somebody, talk. <laughs> somebody else say something. Oh, that's the end of the episode. Yeah, All right, no, nothing else. Going out with a bang. So that'll do it <laughs> for today's episode. Apologies again to those who sent in props that we didn't get to. Um, there was, like I said, some really good ones. We kind of went first come, first serve for the most part. Uh, but we will get on Twitter. We'll try to answer as many as, as those as we can. And we'll be back in a day or two with a very brief week zero preview episode. I'm gesturing wildly right now. Do you guys like that? I wish this was a yeah, wow, video yeah. podcast. You're speaking like mom. She definitely has the hand gestures when she's yeah, Yeah, apparently. Um, so thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening, mom. Make sure you're subscribed and we'll talk to you soon. You've been listening to the College Football Bros. If you have any questions for the next podcast, email them to collegefootballbros at gmail.com. To keep up with the brothers on social media, like them on Facebook at College Football Bros, follow them on Instagram at College Football Bros, and for their commentary on Saturdays, follow them on Twitter at CFB Bros. Thanks for listening.